Well, greetings, June Squad. It is I, Jay, master of all things nerdy. With me, as always, is my stalwart companion, defender of the nerd faith, Lord Commander of the Nerds Watch, and ice fishing enthusiast, Sir Christopher. This month, Chris and I are driving cross-country to investigate famous haunted locations. You left out the best part, Jay. A friend of a friend hooked us up with the mother of all rides, the original mystery machine van from Scooby-Doo. That's true. My only complaint is that the cab kind of reeks of pot and dog farts. Yeah, but dude, this gets great gas mileage. Our first stop is the Funland Amusement Park, which is reportedly haunted, (laughs) I say that in quotes, by a howling spirit named the Baleful Banshee. So far, we've yet to see this apparition. Probably just something that the park owners cooked up for some free publicity. No, Jay. The Baleful Banshee is real. I've seen it on YouTube. I'm not going in there. Ah, come on, Chris. So far, the only spooky thing about this amusement park is the Porta Johns. Did you hear that? Uh, Probably just the wind. Or a vengeful spirit about to feast upon our souls. Yeah, or that. Come on, tell you what. Would you do it for a nerdy snack? No, dude, I'm not doing that. Two nerdy snacks? Here we go. I knew it. Hang on to your magnifying glasses, gang, because you are just in time for another exciting episode of the Just Us Nerds podcast. In a world where two nerds come together to talk about all things nerdy, Just Us Nerds podcast was born. We talk about comics, movies, and all things in between. Get ready to have your mind blown by the most amazing podcast ever recorded anywhere, ever. The Just Us Nerds Podcast. Aw, yeah. See, buddy, I told you there's there's nothing to be afraid of. Dude, I don't like this. Oh, come on. No, no, no. Let's talk comics. All right. (laughs) What you Um, been reading? uh, (laughs) Well, it's been a while, actually, since we've kind of gotten together, so I, I've got a lot of ground to cover. But uh, I, I read something that I wanted to share with you. It's a publication by Image. Uh-huh. It's called Hack and Slash. Have okay. you ever heard of this? No, no, I haven't read it. I have seen it. Um, but it, it does sound uh, kind of up my wheelhouse. Yeah, I, I think it might. I mean, it, it might be. So I, I, read, uh, I read it on uh, – let me guess. Did you happen to see it on my comiXology? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, I read, so this is available, uh, this series, Hack and Slash, uh, if you have Comixology and you have the uh, Comixology Unlimited account, um, they have back issues of Hack and Slash up for, um, up for reading. And I'll tell you, Chris, what got me interested in this comic book in the first place. Um, do you remember, ha, did, did you see, I, I posted it on the Facebook page, the fan film someone made, Ash versus the DC the Ash versus Lobo Ash Ash Williams versus Lobo Yes I believe so but it had been some it's been some time Well so it's Ash from the Evil Dead series right. and he's fighting zombies in the DC universe Right uh, Yeah I remember that And so at the end of the story he team you see that this this female character appears and she's got a baseball bat and she's wearing like a, a tube top and and I was like oh who who's that Right And I I read and it's like this it's this character Cassandra Hack well I'd never heard of her before Well apparently there is this comic book series about the, the protagonist is her, her name is Cassie Hack, okay, uh-huh. yeah. and 
she's basically like you know at the end of every horror movie how like there's that one person that survives it's usually like this one like horribly it's always the like the the chick that was always the virgin it's normally her yeah or the one who normally gets them all into trouble is the one who normally survives it's always like the one who's like oh we can go in this haunted house but you know we we gotta really keep our wits about us and or or come on guys let's pick up that hitchhiker we can't leave him there on the you notice it's always that person it's never the person who's like you know it's it's never the person who's like yeah let's pick them up okay and then they they're the first one to die no yeah. no no they yeah. need to learn their lesson they never learn their lesson right so so hack and slash is basically the pro- protagonist is the one that got away so so Cassie Hack so she was this teenager who was picked on in high school uh-huh. and kind of the outsider and her mother uh who was uh, a lunch lady uh fa- lunch lady lamb <laughs> <laughs> sorry I had to little, I little had Adam Sandler to. there oh, I had to. Her, her her mother finds out that she's being picked on and begins murdering students and serving them up for lunch. Oh, so she oh, – Kind so of like Shades of uh, – South Park. Uh, Simpsons. I was thinking Simpsons, Treehouse of Horror. Or South Park when uh, Cartman uh, took that kid's parents and turned them into chili and then fed them to Scott Tennyson. Oh, was that a thing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And he's like, I made you eat your parents. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, let me taste those tears. As he's- <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's a great episode. That's sick, man. Anyway. So so uh, you want to guess what her – so her mother becomes basically like a, a slasher, becomes like a slasher. The killer. Lunch Lady Slasher. Well, and, and actually, that was exactly her name, the Lunch Lady. <laughs> <laughs> she was a lunch lady who was the Lunch Lady. So uh, – Wait, do you have to – let me guess. You look into a greasy pan and say lunch lady like three times, and she'll come into your kitchen and kill you. And she appears, and she stuffs really horrible tater tots down oh, your throat. and that's They're dry as hell. They're that's why you die. <laughs> yeah. So so she finds out her mother's a, a killer, kills her mother, and then decides that she's going to rid the world of slashers everywhere. Okay. So she's basically a killer that kills for killers. She's a killer's killer. So no, she's, she's the killer of killers. So she's the Punisher. She's uh, Rorschach. She's you know kind of. I mean, in that sense, but this is not like a capes and tights type story. No, 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 no. I know this takes place more in like the universe of like kind of like a Friday the Thirteenth or Halloween sort of thing. So, so she the this is uh so the protagonist we have kind of I'll call her the one that got away. So she's kind of the one okay. that got away. Okay. And her sidekick is this guy named Vlad, and he's he's kind of like. With a name like Vlad, you would think he's a vampire, but yeah. he, he's not, actually. He's kind of like a Jason Voorhees pastiche. He's this big, lumbering dude who's deformed and wears a mask. What kind of mask? It's it's almost like a, it's a gas mask, but it could just as easily be a hockey mask. Oh, that's great. So, so basically, they travel around the country in a van finding slashers. Like our van. Like our van. Like the, hey, exactly. Like the like Mr. Machine. Um, except... You know, minus the pot smell and the dog farts. I told you, it'll air out. I've got the tree hanging in there now. <sighs> All right. Well, let's let's. Uh, you need a couple more pine. Uh, be- went a little heavy on the pine tree perfume there, eh, kid. <laughs> so so uh, let's talk about what what were issues one through eight about. So uh, a couple stories get covered in that. So the first story, uh, Cassie and uh, Vlad are investigating murders up at Makeout Lane. So uh, of course, if anyone's gonna get Murdered. Oh, it's the horny teenagers. It's going to be the horny teenagers at, at Makeout Lane. So 
they're investigating. So one story is investigating that. Another story they're investigating. Uh, they're actually confronting an Amazonian goddess of vengeance. So that's kind of a little little different. D- d- yeah, really. Just think really angry uh, Diana. Di- Diana. Yeah, a really angry Wonder Woman. Right. And then. Uh, the last story in, in this collection is them thwarting an invasion by, like, these Lovecraftian-type creatures, these tentacle creatures. Love the tentacle. Jen, are you listening? Love <laughs> the tentacle. The, these, these kind of these creatures, these Cthulhu-like beings that exist on, an, uh, on an, uh, a different plane of existence and want to uh, invade our, our space. Uh, quite literally, uh, want to in- invade our space. So, wait a minute. That's literally a storyline from Futurama where it, it, did that happen a tentacle came from a different universe mm-hmm. like a parallel universe and his name was Yevo okay and he was voiced by oh I always forget his name he was in uh, did you ever see Arrested Development yeah he was Jeffrey the, Tambor the no, the never nude oh 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 uh, God. David Cross David Cross and he was he was voiced by David Cross and uh, Yevo was basically a giant tentacle monster, and it was love the tentacle. And the tentacle would attach to the back of their neck, mm-hmm. and they would all be considered one. And they were basically like in love with and dating Yevo. <laughs> okay. Kind of like that, yeah. So yes. Yeah, so uh, yeah. So it definitely borrows from uh, a, a lot of uh, a, a lot of different uh, genre. So let me get into the good and the bad of this thing. So right. first of all, Chris, where are you? Where's your temperature gauge on this? Are you lukewarm on this? Are I'm you a like little hot. you're a little hot? I'm you're a little interested. hot. Okay. So here's the good. Uh, I thought the idea of a survivor of uh, of a I'm horror a movie. Survivor. I'm a survivor. I don't get. Uh, see, you went that direction. Yeah. I was. You went Beyonce, a little or, more current. Or you would have liked the. I was thinking. And the eye of the tiger. It's the yeah. t- right because yeah. they were yeah. called Survivor, right? Weren't they? Yeah, okay, yeah. Good. They they had two songs. There was that song and the other song. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so so the it's kind of a neat idea that the the horror film Survivor kind of flipping the script on the well that's on the, what on happened. Slashers. Well, that's kind of what happened in Evil Dead. He was the survivor, so therefore he became the hunter of evil. Yeah, yeah, d- definitely. I, I just kind of like the idea instead of, you know how it's where a, a slasher goes around murdering yeah, people. Yeah. This is someone who becomes a slasher to the slashers. It's kind of, kind of a it, novel idea. So, um, you know, I, I, I like that. Uh, the writing pokes fun at the genre. So I mean, that, that that's also kind of cool. I mean, um, Cassie... So one of the way that she, ways that she lures so in the story where they're trying to track down Does she trip? No, she doesn't trip but along those lines. So she they park a car on Lover's Lane. This is the story of when they're tra- right. trying to catch the yeah. whoever's killing people on Lover's Lane. So they park a car there and she's like she tells her buddy Vlad, "Okay, you go go wait in the woods. I'm going to go in the car and bounce it up and down and make sex noises." And it's like that's like cuz that's what killers would be attracted to, right? It's like Do you hear, think like all of a sudden they're like, "You know, Killers are all about shitting in the apple pie that is, you know, every, it's like, there's bro, do you know how long <laughs> it's taken me to get this far with this girl? <laughs> exactly. Do you know what I've had to do and promise? That is like, if, okay, so if we're like kind of prioritizing the evil, murdering is definitely the, on top of all slashers, kind of the worst thing, but really just kind of disrupting like a romantic evening out, just shitting in the apple pie yeah, but of, like I said, of your life. Not is even just, that. Imagine you're a high school kid. I know. Okay? You find this girl. 
and you've talked to her and you've had to listen and you're hanging out with her and you've gone on multiple dates. Multiple, you know you've multi- paid. Multiple dates. You know you had. You've probably had to meet her parents. You've probably had you, to you've, promise you've, her you, that you're you, gonna marry you've her. Met, you've met her parents. You've listen. Just just kids, go and listen to Paradise by the Dashboard Lights because that is basically. Does the, it tell the story? It's exactly telling the story. And then all of a sudden, this guy walks in, and you're like, "Son of a shit!" Now I'm dead. You're great. Thanks. Thanks. Great. And I'm gonna die a virgin thank, too. Thank you. Thanks. Jerk you imagine off. if that happened? Yeah. It's oh. just So so yeah, they're evil on many levels. So um so so yeah, so there's that that kind of poking fun at the genre, and then there's other storylines that kind of satire fame and how we treat celebrities. Uh, the, the last story about the the Lovecraftian. Um, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give it away. Okay, but you better the, not. But the the beings are basically using a celebrity. I'm not gonna say who, but they're they're. they're Is it a known celebrity? It's not a known celebrity. Oh. They made him up for the story, oh. but I'm just saying so I don't spoil it. Yeah, but yeah. There's several celebrity faux celebrities featured in in the story. Okay. But they're using the celebrity basically as sort of like a totem, almost like a conduit. The more people love and adore this celebrity, the more power he funnels to the 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 beings, the tentacle gods. Uh, that allows them to enter our world. And it's kind of all just all about how uh, our, our relationship with celebrities and fame. So I, I kind of enjoy that, that oh, sort of sat- satire. And it's just, again, we always talk about, I, I love the superhero genre, right. but it, it's a nice it's, alternative yeah. to the, you know, if you want to try something a little different. It's a nice avenue for you to be able to walk off and be like, all right, let me try this. Yeah, and, and yeah. if you're, I think if you're a horror fan, there's things in here to, to be enjoyed, right. de- definitely. Right. I mean, as far as the bad, I, I'm not a great fan of the artwork. I, I found some of the character designs to be just a little Is lack, it just clunky, lackluster. It, you know, it's just not my cup of tea. It okay. just wasn't my. You know how sometimes you look at some artist and you're like, I like this. Right. I, you know, this pleases yeah. me. I'm a big fan of. Uh, forgive me, I'm going to bring up a sore subject, but I'm a big fan of Ed McGinnis. Ed McGinnis. No, I, I, I like, agree with you. His I stuff like, is gorgeous. I like Ed, He's an asshole. I but like. I like Ed McGinnis, but well, we don't. We can't confirm that. Can we? We can't. Confirm. No. He, he wasn't that nice to me. Okay. Well, no, his ma- his handler wasn't well, that nice to Well, that's the you. thing. His but, handler. It but wasn't he him. should have told the handler to back off. He Okay. But uh, my uncle, though, he's not a big fan of Ed McGinnis's. Right. You know, right. and it's everyone. Like, for me, I think, like, pristine, if I ever wanted a comic made, it'd be by Jim Lee. Okay. You know? All right. That, it's just that style. I love that style. A- and I, I love his style, that's too. That's what it is. But not everyone loves his style. No, so of course so, not. So I'm not saying it's a he's a bad artist. I'm just saying it wasn't, it wasn't my bag. And I, I just found some of the uh, – see, I just think if you're creating a world that has all of these different slashers that exist, right. you could really have some fun with it. Oh, I mean, yeah. This is your time to make your pin face, to make your Freddy Krueger, to your, make your Michael Myers. Your killer clowns from outer space. Your killer clowns from outer space, exactly. But And, and like they had one of their villains uh, is called the uh, Acid Angel, okay, a- Acid Angel. And it's basically it's, – it's just – it's a chick that can melt people with acid. All right, but so do angry ex-wives. Her, okay, well, her whole costume is just basically, you know, she wears a shirt that gets melted off of her, and and it's just a bikini underneath, and it's like, it, it's just, it just seems like an excuse to put some TNA, and it's like, uh, hey, I'm a big fan of TNA, love the TNA, been a fan of TNA, you know, ever since I hit puberty, love, love it, but it's like, it's got its place, and I just felt like, that that's another one of my, you know my gripes with the comic is I think maybe it follows the tropes of horror films maybe just a little too closely because most if not all of the female characters are fairly two-dimensional and they're frequently without their clothes do they break their legs as they run they don't break their legs as they run so do their parents leave them at home a lot actually you know what I take that back during one of the stories someone did trip and fall ha <laughs> ha someone someone did trip the and fall. old trip and fall the old 
trip and fall. So, um, so overall, I think you know the book's good. Decent. I give it a C. Okay. It it felt a bit like a missed opportunity. Okay. For me, but you know what? Check it out. It's it, it's interesting. It's a little different. You might. What do I know? What do I? I know nothing. Uh, what do I know? You, we know a lot. I didn't like it. Maybe you might like it. Oh, I didn't like here it. We you, go. See I, you see what yeah, I did there? I, fl- did. I flipped it. I turned it around. Yeah. I, t- I flip it. Yes. I flip it. You made a J. I made the J. That's your T-shirt. That's my T-shirt. I liked it. Not everybody liked it. Yeah. All right. So what's so your favorite moment though? So that's something that I. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> there's literally, I, I, I am paraphrasing, okay? There's literally a line. There's quotations. Where someone says, quotations and italics and everything, where someone literally says in this comic book, I I think I think a giant squid wanted to fuck me. <laughs> you know, sometimes you have that problem. <laughs> well, we all been there. We've all been there. <laughs> who, who, who hasn't been there, my friend? All right. Let me. Uh, so, so uh, yeah. So, so that's. I've, I've been reading some other stuff, but w- w- you, you, what have you been reading lately? All right, man. So once again, it's like you said. It's sometimes it's one of those, you know, uh, where I've read a lot of superhero stuff. I'm actually rereading stuff. Like right now, I'm, I'm rereading uh, Punisher: Civil War. Um, his story. I, I love that idea of his kind story, of his what his, ad- his adventures during, during the Civil, Civil War. War. I thought yeah. that was kind of neat. But I, I kind of needed a. Uh, a pull away from the tights for a little bit. A palate cleanser. Yes. Yeah. Really. So what I started reading was The New Adventures of Star Trek. Okay. So, and this is volume four. I figured I'd start at volume four. Why not? Sure. Because sure. one through three were not available. Eh. So. <laughs> well, that's that's probably why. <laughs> All right. So it's written by Mike Johnson. The art is by Stephen Mulnair, uh, Irfan Fajar. Uh, Henry uh, Presetio and some See. other some other dude and um because I and the rest <laughs> and the rest. Well, here was the coolest concept to it. Okay, it it gave me two stories. Okay. Okay. And it talks about the crew. Now, here's the thing that I love about it. It is not the bridge crew. Oh, okay. But they are people that we know. All right. So the first story. What do the people that clean the latrines of the Enterprise do right. at night? No, no, no. So this is like the first one is about um, is I forget. I think he's a lieutenant, uh, Lieutenant Hendorf. Okay. Do you know who Lieutenant Hendorf is? Not a clue. Lieutenant Hendorf is the farm-fed security guard that Captain Kirk calls a cupcake, and they get in the fight in the first movie. Ah. So this talks about. His adventures. Whatever happened to him? What what happened to him? And it, it like starts out where he's talking to his parents on the video phone and uh, what's going on. And he and Kirk I actually I, I gotta I gotta do this quote, you know, verbatim because I loved this dialogue. So he's walking into the office. He's walking into Kirk's war room, and he's like, "You want you wanted to see me, sir?" <laughs> like he goes, uh, "I can't say it got off to the best start. My first official meeting with the captain was a little awkward." Yeah. So he's like, you wanted to see me, sir? He goes, he goes, Endorf, come on in. Have a seat. He goes, I wanted to uh, clear the air, so to speak. You know, Kirk saying to him, and he's like, clear the air, sir? Yeah, well, I mean, we didn't exactly start off on the right foot, and it's right out of the movie of him punching him in the mouth. Right. Because remember. In a bar. In the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, are you referring to the incident in Iowa a couple of years back, sir? He goes, the incident, that incident reset my jaw. And he goes, sir, if you 
want me to apologize, I, he goes, not you, Hendorf, me. I'm the one apologizing. I was on the way out. I was way out of line that night. I deserved it. Uh, I saw you a couple of times at Academy later and wanted to say something, but didn't know what to say. So it was kind of neat. That that's a that's a real Kirk moment. What's that's a that, that's a real yeah. I, I like that. That's a that's a real Jim Kirk moment. So you know he's like I'm. He goes and now I'm your captain. I'm asking for your input. He goes input. He goes. I know I'm new in the chair. I know I'm young. Uh, a lot of us are. None of us expected to be thrown uh, in here as quickly as we were. But here we are. What do you think? Th- how do you think the crew is handling it? Because he's he's wanting to hear the pulse. But anyway, so it goes on with this story. And it's really interesting to find out what happens, you know, to these other people on the ship, not the main five. And, and you know, that's been one of my biggest complaints about the new Star Trek movies is they, they keep depicting Kirk as, you know, this young kind of immature the guy. The fly boy. The, yeah. And that's, you know, that may be who he was at the beginning of his career, but right. that's not who the character I is. I think as and you that, see it, it will go on. Th- that's a real – and I, I like that. That's a real well, Jim Kirk Well, and then moment. the next story is um, – is Keenzer. Are you familiar with Keenzer? I am not. Keenzer is the little rock alien ah, that is Scotty's okay. partner. And what you find out about him is um, he joined because he's the smartest in his whole entire planet. But what's neat about him is even on his own planet, he was too small. He's the smallest of his own race. I know the feeling. But he ends up, you know, they they end up how he – it goes back to the story on how he met uh, Kirk. Or he met, you know, the – When Kirk met Keenzer. Right. And, um, you know, like all the little rock monsters used to, you know, used to beat on him and, you know – Oh, don't like Pretty much. And, like, he even says, he goes, all these people are tall. I don't like these people like that. <laughs> he flat out says, he goes, I don't, I don't like humans. I don't, I don't like dealing with them, but I have to, you know, it's, it's something that I do. Um, sir. But it, it's a really interesting story because what happens is, is that even um, the Federation really wants nothing to do with him. So, you know where they send him, they put him on the ice planet, oh, like BFE, they put him on the ice planet. And they're like, yeah, you can take care of yourself. And then Scotty kind of comes around and goes, okay, well, I'm your commanding officer now. You yeah, know, Starfleet's a bunch of dicks. That's pretty much what happened. But what happens is is um, the ship is failing. There's something wrong. And where they need to go, none of them can fit. And, of course, Keenzer being the yeah, only one who can fit. Then all the reindeer loved him. Right, exactly. And he said, up yours. <laughs> <laughs> and he let the ship burn down <laughs> as he left in a pod. That's but right. anyway um, – Later, bitches. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to really give anything away. But I'll tell you, these stories were really interesting to me because, like, it was it was not Spock and Uhura's love triangle. It was not, you know, what's going on in James T. Kirk's bed. It was not, you know, how is Bones' ex-wife dealing with this? Mm-hmm. It, this was other people on the ship that you look at and you're like, well, shit, I wonder. Kind of all, all the little nooks and crannies and of, all the, the rest. Of, the, of the Star Trek. All the rest? Yeah. All the re- It's a story well, about all the rest. And that And that's the thing, like. You know, like with Next Generation, we never really got extra stories. Like, I wanted more stories from Worf, mm. more stories from Geordi, you know, stuff like that. And that's also what I'm getting from this, and it's really nice to actually see. And, you know, when you think about it at a comic standpoint, they have so much material. 
Oh, it's a whole universe. I mean, literally, there's like, you know, what? 2,000 people on a ship? Sure. Let's see what the janitor's up to. Let's see what Larry the janitor's Let's up to. Let's find out what the hair salon, uh, the guy, the hairstylist who works in the hair salon is doing. Yeah. I'm all for it. I'm really not. No, no you're I'm not. So <laughs> yeah. but, but anyway, so that that's, you know, that's kind of what I've been reading. And, cool. You know, I thought that was kind of neat. Well, back kind of in capes and tights land, let me just give you a couple yeah, updates yeah, yeah. about a, a few things. So I'm, I'm really loving the hell out of uh, this new Spider-Man series, yeah. Renew Your Vows. Yeah. You know how I feel about the whole I Mary know. Jane Peter marriage. I know. So for those of you that haven't heard me talk about this before, um, for, for you young hold on, kids. Hold on, hold on, hold on, yes. hold on. Yes, sorry. Take a deep breath. Breathe out. No, 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 Breathe out. You feel a little better about that. Find the inner peace. You feel better about that. I feel feel a little bit better. Fuck Casada. No, I don't. I don't feel. I don't feel sorry. Fuck you, Casada. You ruined the spider marriage. Why? Why did you do that? Okay, because he's. I don't know. I don't know why. Why? Why does it? You know why? Why do accidents happen? You know why? Why? Why do your shirt? Why does your shirt get stained? Why? Why? Why do? Why do? Why do you get a paper cut and then get some lemon juice poured in it? I don't know. Why do bad, why does bad shit happen? I don't know. I don't anyway, know. for those of you that haven't heard my rant and those of you that are new to the Spider-Man comics, once upon a time, Spider-Man, a.k.a. Peter Parker, was married to Mary Jane Watson. Which I have signed by John Romita Sr. Do you? Yes, I do. Splendid. But anyway. So for the longest time, I mean, for many, many years, they were married, and the, the Spider marriage was an integral part of the story. Yes. And then Joe Casada or... Am I, say, am I saying his yeah, name right? Yeah, okay, yeah. Joe Casada. The, then at the the editor at that time, the editor in chief of Marvel decided that readers wouldn't be able to relate to a married superhero. So he does he get him divorced? No, he doesn't get him divorced. What does, does he, he do? Kill Mary Jane? No, he doesn't kill Mary oh Jane. Oh God! What does he do? No, he has he has Peter sign his soul away. No, not sign his soul away, but he basically makes a deal with Mephisto, the to, devil, the devil, to save his aunt May. Uh, but the price is that he has to give up his marriage in the most one of the most convoluted comic book stories in history. I'm so fucking pissed off about it. But let's focus on the positive, Chris. What's going on in the positive? Well, in the positive is we have this new storyline that takes place in uh, in an alternate universe where that never happened. Where I guess Joe Casada wasn't Marvel editor in chief, and cooler heads prevailed, and Mary Jane and Peter Parker are still married, and they have a kid. They they, they got a little kiddo. They've got a kiddo. They got a kiddo. Uh, I, th- I think her name's Anna. I think this is terrible. I'm reading Does she the have book. Spider powers. She's got spider powers. And Chris, they are like the Incredibles. Oh. They are. They are a superhero family. Even Mary Jane has got superpowers. Which I'm kind of lukewarm on that one. Eh. Yeah. I'm okay. Eh. I'll give you an eh on that one. If it's the price I have to pay though to see those two married again in a fictional story, I'm gonna take it. So. I've been reading that, and it's funny that you would talk about Civil War because uh, this this storyline is exploring uh, sort of not just is it an alternate universe because Spider-Man and, Peter and uh, excuse me, uh, Mary Jane are, are, are still married, um, but it's also exploring wh- how is this version of the Marvel Universe different from the 616 version of the Marvel Universe. Oh. And in this universe, the Civil War never happened. So, so basically, uh, Professor Xavier uh, was able to uh, work out, broker some sort of deal uh, amongst the superhero community so that the, the Superhero Registration Act never comes to pass. The Civil War never happens. And in this reality— What? Yeah. Uh, Scott and Jean, 
are because this story takes place. Um, Peter and Mary Jane are trying to figure out where uh, <sighs> they should send their daughter to school because she's got superpowers. So where would a youngster with superpowers go to school? Xavier's Xavier's school, school of gifting. Exactly. So they're taking a tour of the facility, and it allows for a kind of a neat opportunity to get some exposition from the different characters as to how this reality is different. Um, Scott and Jean are not married, and it, for, they're both alive, for one. Uh, they're not married anymore because they disagreed on the registration. So who's married? Uh, actually, she's married to Logan. Ah, I knew it! She's I knew to, it! She's married to Wolverine, and they have a kid. Oh, God. They have a kid, yeah. Is it an angry little fucker? No, it's a cute little kid. Her, her name's Shine. It, that's her code name. Is she angry? Shine. No, she's not angry. Does she have the shinin? She's re- she's got. You've got the shinin. <laughs> you mean shining? Shh. Want to get sued? <laughs> yeah. So, so if if you are really pissed off about the spider marriage being dissolved and you kind of want to see a different take on the Marvel universe, I recommend this. You ma- you're making faces. Can I say something? Th- say something, because yeah, you're you're making faces. You're not happy about what, this. Uh, it's not that I'm not happy. It just seems to me, like. They looked at the comic book lore and went, wow, we really fucked up. Let's pretend that this shit never happened. Well, come on. Right. I mean, come on. That's no. hardly unique to Marvel, though. Yeah, but you know what? You've already, you've already fucking. Rebirth. <coughs> yes. But <laughs> you've, you've kind of already done it in that aspect. You know what I mean? You've, you've already, you've already cooked the soup. There's no way of taking everything out and go, <laughs> oh no, it's not soup no more. Oh, oh, okay. If it corrects something that I don't like. Then it's okay. <laughs> then, okay. It's then only okay. okay if it corrects something I like. If then, it corrects something I don't like, then it sucks. All right, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. All right. Um, so I'm I'm also reading. Uh, I'm continuing to read Superman, and I know you kind of bailed on that, but it's not that I wanted to. I wanted to read it, but I always find. I'll tell you though, I always found the Superman comics boring. Okay. He's boring. Not your, he's not your character. It's cool. But let me. So let me give you the quick four one one, just in case. Just you know, let's. Well, let's I want to read the. You know the Suns comic. That's oh, you want to read the, the uh, I do about uh, Superboy and, and Robin and Robin because Damien is such a dick and you know and here's Jonathan who's like oh boy life is so good yeah. and then Damien walks in shut your fucking mouth well he's more you know like, nothing about life <laughs> well like you know and and John you know Superboy he's more like a normal kid yeah, and Damien like, is like this horrible he's like hey do you want to play with action figures I would rather cut them off with my sword R- right oh, exactly boy. yeah yeah uh, mom <laughs> I have a little problem with him hidden in my room yeah I- exactly um. But okay, so let's we'll take a little jaunt over the DC universe just okay. to let you know what's going on. You know, little, yeah, because we got four, something that's four, going on. Four one one. So, so um, the booting. So, oh yeah, you want to talk about? You we wanna, can talk about the button you, if you, you want. want. We can. T- we can. Okay, we'll talk about the the button or le, le bouton. Le bouton. Le, le bouton. So we have right now a two uh, a two issue crossover. Man, it's good. Batman and Flash. Have you read it? I've I've read it. Okay, yeah. I've read it too. Great. We can talk. Oh, about Finally, it. one of the <laughs> for like. <laughs> Oh, we did. Uh, oh, f- yeah, there it is. Um, so this is this is now we're we're finally seeing seeing some momentum pick up on this right? this event. You know, no, we, no, we're finally getting answers. We're we're starting to get some answers. So, um, it all began with with Rebirth, uh, the the uh, the special that came out last year. Batman finds the comedians uh, have a nice day, smiley face pin in his cave with the blood on it. With blood on it. And you know, I've always wondered. That blood would be like dried on there for a while, right? I mean, no matter if you had seen just the smiley face button, would you have thought Watchmen? Because uh, to me, honestly, you need that blood on it. That's a good point. 
But I, I think I think Wouldn't you do. The blood I, have I, I think run you do. off multiple times. I, I, mean. I, I think you do, Chris, because I think if you didn't have the blood on it, then you're wondering like, is this a Joker thing? Right. Is this yes. uh, is this a new player? Yes. But I think the strategic placement of the blood on that particular pin, it's iconic. Yeah, absolutely. If you're, if you're a comic absolutely. book fan, you well, be, when you I, know. I remember looking at it when I saw it on the table, and <gasps> right? Yeah. What? I, I lost my mind. So. So this story, this two-issue crossover series, Les Boutons, Les Boutons. We're, we're very, very très chic on this show, um, is, is picking up now. Meanwhile, a year later, <laughs> year. A, a year later, Batman and Flash are investigating. What's the, what's the deal with this button? And uh, we still don't get too many more answers, and it kind of ends on a, on a cliffhanger. Well, I guess they're not done with the button. Yet. No, no. So uh, the, the second issue of Flash, so the second uh, episode of Les Boutons, um, ends on a, on a cliffhanger. So so basically, we have we've got an appearance. Something big though. We have so we got Reverse Flash who who had died. Uh, He's appearing. only in the thing for like three pages. Well, no, no, in the Batman. Yeah, he beats the shit out of Batman in his own book. I, I know, but then. Oh oh well, go ahead. What's the big reveal? The big reveal with him is all of a sudden, a big giant flash of white light appears. Oh, it's more scoop scoops him up. More blue. More was it more bluish? Yeah. Okay. All right. And he says, "I have seen God." Uh, reverse flash. His yes. last words: "I have seen God." And then, boom! It literally turns to dust. Dead. Boom. Dead. Gone. They brought him back for one episode, literally <laughs> for one issue, and then kill him right. They off. Kill him right, right there. Disposable character. Sorry, uh, if you guys. So, this is spoilerful. You guys are going to have to fast forward. We really, sh- we really should. <laughs> we probably should have announced that warning, beforehand. Warning. 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 Will Robinson. Yeah. Spoilers. Spoilers. Um. So the yeah. So Batman. The Batman and Flash crossover. We see Reverse Flash. Uh. Batman studying the 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 button. Um. Reverse Flash suddenly appears. Kind of poofs out of the the ether. Kicks the shit out of Batman in his own cave. Uh. Then gets scooped up in a white ball of light, reappears, said, I've seen God, uh, and then disintegrates, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, disintegrates. So we're, t- we're definitely thinking it's Dr. Manhattan. It's got to be Manhattan. Right? Um, so then Flash and Batman, uh, even though he's gotten the shit beaten out of him, decide we're going to track down where where did the energy come from. We're going to trace the energy back to, to find out where did Zoom right. or Reverse Flash come from. Which Eobard Thon. Eobard Thon. Anyway, <laughs> I, I gotta say though, it's it's a little ridiculous. I, just the image of Batman tethered to the cosmic treadmill. Oh, was that was bit, kind of funny. Was, He's like hanging on. He's like, I got this. It's like, okay, dude. It's like, I know you're Batman. I'm a big fan, and you're not gonna find anyone else who's gonna tell well, what me. What was he supposed to do though? Argue. Hop on Flash's back like Yoda? Ma- maybe I don't you know. know. Like a giant I guess piggyback? it's like. So you Let's mean go. so you mean to tell me then that in order to travel to another universe with the Flash, I don't have to run with Flash. I just if I just cling to the treadmill. Well, why wouldn't it work? I mean, it's opening. He's opening the portal. He is the portal. He is the machine. I, okay, I guess. So so the cosmic thigh master breaks up. Yes. Uh, and so where do they where do they end up, Chris? Earth two. Or what? No. No, that's right. That's right. That's right. They end up in the Flashpoint universe. That's what, it, that's what I meant. Because yeah. he gets greeted by his, his, father. his father, dressed up as, as Batman. He's like, who's this little shit? Who's your tailor? Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, how much of a dick move was that on Reverse Flash? He sees the letter. And that he his tears father, it he shit up. He fucking rips it up. It's like, 
That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Shitting in the apple pie. It's like, okay, you're going to kill Batman. Okay, good, done. But did you have to shit in the apple pie, too? So do you think Bruce is going to act? Dad, can you write me another letter? I need you to write me another letter, Dad. Please. Somebody ripped that shit off. Someone ripped it up. Can you, uh... I'm going to put it up on my fridge. No, you see him. He's like, can you, uh, you know... Sign it. Love, Bruce. Right. <laughs> to my bestest boy. Oh, my God. Um, I'm I'm interested in this story. No, I maybe I, I want to see I want to see where they go. So um, yeah. I don't know if they're gonna hop back into Batman. Right. Uh, p- probably alternate between the two. Who knows? Um, so so that's exciting. Uh, let me. Uh, so I, I started off talking about Superman, then we jumped into sorry. To, no, that that's all right. He doesn't hold character doesn't hold your interest. That's all right. I, I, but it's interesting what they've done though. And by interesting, it could either mean interesting or mean fucking stupid, depending on your definition. Depending. So I will be the definition. Go ahead. I'll tell you. So, um, Mick, Mr. Mixius Picklet. Did I say that right? Mr. Mixius Picklet. Mr. Mixius Picklet. You know who I'm talking about? Yes. The little magical imp that appears. Yeah, you have to say it backwards for him to go back to his world. Right. So it turned out. It's Mitzaplik. 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 I can't decide how you say this. Is it Mixius Picklet <laughs> or Mixius Picklet? I don't know. Little, uh, little Gilbert Godfrey I, for you. I, I, no. no. Um, so it turns out that – I don't think we've talked about this. I, I can't remember if we've talked about You remember how there was a Clark Kent that we didn't know? Beard Superman and no Beard Superman, and then had, there's Clark who appeared out of nowhere. You had Yeah, you had Beard Superman, no Beard Superman, then you had Clark Kent with no superpowers. Right. So no Beard Superman, dead, died. Right. Died. So Beard Superman becomes the new Superman. New right? Superman. No and beard, though. Right. No beard. No, no beard. beard. He shaved beard. Yeah. Beard bad. Beard bad. So then after that, we have this Clark Kent appear right. that has no superpowers. Elements of his life very closely parallel. So Superman's. we have an identity theft situation. Sort of. Well, anyway, turns out, spoiler, 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 warning, warning, spo- spoiler, spoiler. That Clark Kent? Yeah. Mr. Mixick's Picklick. Oh, I didn't know. It's son that's, of a bitch. That's who it was. That's who, And the reason was... The Clark Kent yeah. was a disguise. Oh. He was using it. And I just thought of that now. That's actually very clever. Someone using Clark Kent as, as a, a disguise. disguise. Oh, that's well done, Superman writers. Bravo. Okay, I reversed this. Not, not fucking stupid. No, nope. actually, that very, is not fucking very, stupid. Very brilliant. So, because Mr. P- Mixix Picklet. Let's just call him Mr. M. Mr. M. Was hiding from someone. Now, he never says who. Who? But. I think you and I both know who he's hiding from. Me? And I'm well, maybe he was hiding from you, Chris. Okay. okay. <laughs> he was hiding from an omnipotent being, someone who's been monkeying with the reality. Doctor Manhattan. Possibly Doctor Manhattan. And so he it was not enough just to look like Clark Kent. He had to actually use his powers to make himself think And his social security number? And his social security number? Son of a bitch is going to jail. Probably his Wi Fi. Uh, passwords too. Do you think he? Do you think he knew that? Uh, probably. He, he, it's, it's magic. He can. Well, do here's not my wants. question though. Yeah. Where did he live? He lived in an apartment. Where? In, uh, not Clark. In Metropolis. No, no. Because well, Clark lives with Lois. No, they live in Hamilton County. They don't live in Metropolis anymore. Well, at this point in the story, they don't live in Metropolis That's anymore. Weird. They live like out in the country. That's right. They have their own farm. They have like a farm that they live on. So. So they could take their 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 monster child and teach him how to be a superhero. Oh, monster child! What are you talking they about? They can't put him in regular grade school. Can you imagine? You'll melt someone's face off. <laughs> so, so Mr. M. Yeah, <laughs> reveals himself, kidnaps, uh, John, Superboy. Man, you picked the wrong kid. You could have kidnapped. Well, no, I wouldn't have kidnapped Damien either. That and little is, prick. Well, do you know his whole reason? 
he's pissed off. Do you know why he's pissed off? Because he's, he's at Superman. You forgot about me. You forgot. It's He's got like this weird kind of He's got of that like, Oedipus, like, you know. Like this weird sort of like, you, you know, uh, that person that like thinks they're like your best friend, but they're really not your best friend kind yeah. of a thing. Um, and so someone, they don't reveal who, was holding him captive. Again, my bet's on it was Dr. Manhattan. Right. Was holding him captive. He escapes. Well, well first, before he escapes, he's thinking, I'm going to speak as Mr. M. It's okay. The big blue cheese will come and save me. Where is he? Holy shit, the big cheese isn't coming. What the fuck is that? So he gets pissed off because he's expecting Superman. He didn't have to Superman's watch, did he? He didn't have Superman's watch, and and so he gets pissed off, and he's and he's he sees John as like a threat to him. It's like I was always your playmate, Superman, and now you've got this boy, and he's taken away all your attention. Oh my God, he's got the first son he's, syndrome. He's got like the first son syndrome. So so they have this whole big adventure. Superman and Lois go to 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 track. To, they they kind of. Uh, Mr. M lays down like this gauntlet and says, you know, if you can get to the top of my tower, it's all it's all magic, of course. Right, right, if you right. get to the top of my tower, uh, I'll let the boy go. But the longer you're in the tower, the older you become. Not the older you become, but the more your memory will fade. And by the time you get to the top of the tower, you're going to forget who John is. So it's a Dumbledore thing. It kind of a, kind of a Dumbledore thing. So it's, it's kind of an interesting story. So, um, so when they get to the top of the tower, right. okay, Superman now uh, doesn't remember who John is. Oh. And meanwhile, John has had these two red glowing sparks that have been communicating with him during the story. He's like, right. who, who are you? And they're, they're talking with him. Well, it turns out the red sparks are none other but the life force of New 52 Superman and New 52 Lois, who had both died. Oh, so do you remember like back in like I think it's like a Silver Age thing, and they did it again like in the two thousands where Superman gets split into two. Yes, Superman Blue and Superman Red. Yeah, the Lightning Superman. This is basically a retread of that, but instead of the Lightning Superman, which was really stupid by the way, Beardo Superman. Yeah, is sort of like Superman Blue. Right. Fifty two Superman. Superman is Red. Superman Red, and by the end of the story, the two are fused, which is why Superman has the new costume. Oh. He remembers who John is. Lois remembers who uh, who she is the, and who John is as well. And what you have over the next couple issues of Superman is basically an explanation of what the new status quo is. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something, dude. All right, say it. I'm interested now. I might actually want to read this. All right. Okay. Read. Okay. You know. All, all right. Maybe I kind of want to read it. So, all so right. yeah. Check check out Superman. It's uh, it, it's some interesting. Uh, I I didn't really think about that, but someone using Clark Kent as a disguise. Huh. Uh, th- very clever. Very clever. Bravo. Right. Bravo. You want to do some movie talk? Yeah. There'll be spectacle. There'll be fantasy. There'll be daring do and stuff like you would never see. So you, uh, you've been out. To I've the got movie, a bunch. You've man. been out to the movie theater right. lately. Um, I haven't. Uh, I've been changing a lot of dirty diapers. You've been doing wh- doing uh, well at that, though. I, I have been. I did see Beauty and the Beast. 
Okay. I, I did see Beauty and the Beast. Okay. But uh, and you already kind of did your review. Yeah, no, it on was that, good. So it was good, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I liked it. I okay. liked it. I think I'm I'm still always going to be a fan of the the original oh, the cartoon. Yeah. yeah. But uh, wait, but you mean the the TV show with? Uh, Ron Perlman, where he lived in the sewer and looked like a lion. The very same. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's a thing. But, it's a real but thing. You, I, that's a thing. I love. I love that. Show. He was. He was in love with with uh, Sarah Connor. Yeah, and, and his, his name was Vincent. And they were going to team up and destroy the the Terminator. They're going to stop Skynet. And the devil. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So I saw a little movie that just came out. Little little movie, yeah, little it, movie. Yeah. What what's uh, what's it called? Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Yeah, I I want to see this. I'm I'm jealous. All right, I'm man. Jealous. I'll I'll tell you right now. I'm not gonna give really anything away. Thank um, you. It is an awesome movie. Right. It. It's very hard to say that it's better than the first one. Mm-hmm. I think it's still it it's still directly re- just right in that line it's, it's it's on a would you say it's on a par yeah it's absolute it's on okay. a par um so of course we find out in in the uh trailers that peter is <laughs> always not that peter oh damn it no nope. uh freaking star lord man he <laughs> finally finds out um that he's not alone on this earth that he has a father and, who, who, you know, originally, you know who they were saying was going to be playing his father. No. Originally, it was supposed to be Harrison Ford. Really? Well, yeah, he looks just friggin' like him. Yeah, okay, all right. I can see that. So, anyway, they were saying that for the longest time. Well, anyway, it come to find out, mm-hmm. it's none other than Kurt Russell. Jack Burton. That's me. Jack Burton. <laughs> so, anyway, good old Jack is actually an alien, and his name is Ego. And the living planet, the living planet, and uh, they they didn't make it. Does that make uh, Star Lord a planetoid? Uh, actually, <laughs> I, I'll tell you, it's not really giving anything away. Star Lord is actually part of the planet. Really? Yes. Yes. Does he? Does he like? Uh, and if it's giving something away, but uh, in kind of a cool, like, that would be kind of cool. Like, does he get stronger? Like, if he gets closer to the planet? No, or something it's not like really that? that. But he's able to control things and create things in. The planet. Sweet. Sweet. Okay. Uh, I'll cool. tell you, one of my favorite lines, and I, I kind of joked with this, and I, I told uh, Jen, I, I was like, oh, my God, Peter Quill is me. Because he says to him, when he finds out that he can create things, like he can create whatever his dream is. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, man. He goes, I'm going to make a Skeletor and a Cobra Commander and transform <laughs> You are going to see the most messed up shit. I promise you. And I looked, and I went. Yep, yep, that's what I'd be doing. That's pretty I'm making a giant <laughs> statue. Not, not like investigating the nature of the universe, nope. trying to deconstruct nope. particles. Nope. Uh, I'm gonna make me some some He-Man figures. Yep, pretty much. Um, but uh, you get your original cast. Mm-hmm. Um, are are so are and I don't. Is it giving anything away if I ask this? Um, are Nebula and uh, Yondu? Oh, okay. Are they are they part of the Guardians now? Uh. If it's given it away, don't answer it. Yes, yes, they are. Um, one thing I will say, th- this is the thing that I will say. The main storyline is Peter trying to find his, you know, where he come from, where his family is. Sure, sure. Um, they actually talk about the love story between Ego and uh, Peter's mother. She and fell in love with a planet. She fell in love. Well, no. He, see, the thing was. How do you follow that up? Jesus Christ. It's like, <laughs> oh, who did you date? Who's the last guy you dated? Oh, it was a planet. Oh. Well, what actually what happened was is. He found, um, he found the human race, and he fell in love with them so much that he actually created his own form. 
and he was able to create his own form and all of his being he put into this humanoid body. Oh man, I mean, talk about I just said Jesus Christ, but I mean that little yeah. little Christ imagery yeah, there. It really uh, is. Um I think I am precognitive, Chris. Yeah. I, yeah. I think so. <laughs> you're, you're something. Um, so it continues, but there's the little side stories, and I, I kind of felt like these were meh. Like you filler? Know? Kind of. Like, you find out with Gamora and Nebula, you know, how much they hate each other, but you find out why, and th- that they try to be sisters again, and you're just like, okay. And then. Do they braid each other's hair? Oh, no, wait. No, Nebula, Nebula doesn't, doesn't have, have hair. hair. Oh, but anyway. Shit. Paint each other's nails. So it, it, it Talk goes about on. Boys. It's okay. We're moving on, aren't we? Yep, okay. we are. Um, you know, Drax finds uh, Mantis, and Mantis is um, – she's an empath. Okay. So she can feel other people's emotions. Right, right, right. Time. But she – You can, have love. Yeah. Oh, I have kind of a general love for Physical love. Physical – sexual love. For her! Oh, ho, 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 ho. He just told, she just told your deepest, darkest secrets. Meanex! Meanex! But anyway. Is, is it, 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 so the trailer doesn't ruin that? Do you laugh? Oh, no, no, no. At, yeah, at I, I still laugh. Okay. But what you also find out is she can actually transmit some emotion towards you. Like, if you're upset, she'd mm-hmm. be able to touch you and make you happy and make you calm down. Okay. So it's kind of neat, but you find out that these two, and it's it's really funny. I love D- Drax was part of who stole Are, the movie. Is, is Mantis like a foil kind of for Drax because Drax is like he's this mean, kind stern, of, kind and of. She's like kind of nice and fluffy. Kind of. And well, what's funny is like she's next to him, and he just looks at her and he goes, "You are very nice." Even though you're hideous, like that, oh. and like, you know. And, and, but he, you know how he is. He's very honest. Very honest. And that's just how he says it. But who do you think stole the movie? Um, well, I would think maybe Baby Groot. Oh, my God, did he? Okay, another side story. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, sure. Before I do that. Yeah, yeah. Rocket. Rocket gets a little side story. Okay, all right. His, Every, everyone gets a little something to do. His is with Yondu. Oh, they have a little adventure. No, not really. It's oh. Yondu trying to teach Rocket not to be a dick. Really? So Rocket's teaching Yondu, other don't way. be a dick. Other way. Yondu's teaching Rocket not to be a dick. Correct. Well, of all the people not to be teaching someone not to be a dick, well, it really shouldn't be. What happens is, is and it's not really giving anything away, but Yandu says, he goes, listen, I've lived my life that way. It's miserable. It's terrible. Do not be like me. And Where's all this wisdom coming from? You'll this is the same guy I, that's like, you'll see. You're so ungrateful, boy. Yeah. They wanted to eat you the first time they saw you. I told them, don't eat them. They're like, we ain't never had Terran before. Yeah. That guy? Yeah, that guy. Okay. And he even tells – he actually talks about it. He goes, you said you were going to eat me. He goes, I was joking. <laughs> so The, the Rook. The so, Rook. Michael Rook. I like Michael Rook. I, I love that guy. But anyway, uh, but Baby Groot, my dear God. I'm Groot. So frigging adorable. And like his stuff. And Reminds me of my son. Y- yes. And then again, ha- everything Well, I'll tell you right now, Megacon is going to be full of babies dressed as Baby Groot. Right. I'm right. telling you right now. Mm-hmm. I am telling you right now. There are going to be 47 different Baby Groots. But anyway, I I give it, like I said, it coincides. Now, mind you, once again, mm-hmm. at the end of the movie, right? stay there. You're militant about this, man. Good. G- well, here's the thing. There are six side cutaways. People got to pee, man. Six. Shit. P- people gotta pee. I know. You know I know. Uh, have mercy. <laughs> I'll tell you this: we do not see Thanos. 
and really you see nothing that involves the no, Affinity Gauntlet. So this is kind of its own standalone kind deal. Of, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I kind of knew that because I think James Gunn, the director, had kind of yeah. come out and said that already. But so you'd recommend I go highly see recommend. This. Uh, All right, I'm gonna go see this Sunday. I, I a think. solid A. I hope. Solid A. Solid A. Okay. All right. So, cool. Okay. So I've got some movie news. Movie ready? news. All right. Hit it. So I know I know we kind of laughed at the Mummy movie. And we looked at it and we're like, oh my god, it's Mission Impossible with a Mummy. Yep, it is. Okay, now, I, I don't know if you know this or not, but they're they're planning on rebooting all of the Universal movie monsters, making them all uh, coincide together. Shared universe, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're doing a shared universe. Mm-hmm. Well, the Mummy is obviously starting it out, mm-hmm. okay, and they released their newest trailer. Okay. And in this trailer, you come to find out that Russell Crowe, is I am Gladiator. Well, hold on. He is part. I am Jor-El. No, sorry. Nope, nope. Sorry. He is part of an ancient order who find and hunt evil, and they're actually trying to kill this mummy, right? Mm-hmm. And what happens is Tom Cruise's character is actually being cursed by the female mummy. Okay. So she's basically going to take all of her evil and put it into Tom Cruise. But you find out. That's just wrong. Well, hold on. Here's the coolest part. So you find out when he's talking to him, and he's like, what is all this? And he starts talking to him. And, uh, Tom Cruise is like, what is all this? And Russell Crowe's talking to him about what everything is. And he looks at you, and he goes, well, who are you? And he goes, well, I'm a simple doctor. And he goes, what? Uh... And he tells him, and he goes, yes, Jekyll's the name. Uh-huh. But we finally get to see him as Mr. Hyde as well. Oh, damn, that's scary. It's cool, right? <laughs> Shit. It's cool. <laughs> It's still Russell Crowe, but he's got, like, these deep, darkened eyes, and his teeth are all messed up. I mean, Russell Crowe already is a pretty imposing dude. I mean, he's a he's a big guy. Yeah, but, yeah. But, I mean, you, you, like, just add white-out lenses to his eyes, and that, that's So, it. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, all of a sudden, I was like, okay, I kind of want to see this. <laughs> because here's the thing. I don't know if Tom Cruise is either going to be the mummy, or is Tom Cruise going to be somewhat of a Van Helsing? He's going to be part of this crew to kill the demons. He's going to be like the Agent Coulson or the Nick Fury of this Right, right, right. But world. I looked at it, and I'm like, okay, I kind of want to see this movie now. I'm going to watch the trailer. I'll, I'll tell you. I still I'll show, haven't, I'll show it to I you haven't later. been excited I'll about this. I'll show it to you later. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Um, okay. All right. So that's a thing. That's that's a thing. That's a thing. That's all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what else you got? Got any other so movie news? So this is kind of neat. So you remember Charlie Hannum. Uh, yeah, a uh, dude from uh, Pacific Sons of, Rim, Sons, Sons, of Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember everyone was telling him that he needed to play a certain DC superhero? I, I remember this story, yeah, too, that you posted on Facebook. He's uh, having, having second thoughts now. Well, hold on, hold on. So where they were saying, you need to play Green Arrow, and right, he was like, right. no, 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 I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it. Well... Maybe after King Arthur's reviews have come out, all of a sudden he's like, shit, I might not be getting any work. His name is Oliver, you say? (laughs) So what happens is um, he asked him, and he said, I don't understand what the big deal is. He, He wanted to know why everyone always brought it up, and they explained to him that he had very similar demeanors to the character, and they looked a lot alike. And then he actually showed it to him. Like, he didn't Google anything. And they showed him, and all of a sudden, he literally, he looks at him, you know what he says? Well, then, come on, DC. What's up? Give me a call. I'm <laughs> right. here. Like, all of a sudden, he's like, you know, that's not a bad idea. So. Um, all right. All right. I yeah, don't... well, you know, funny what reviews will do for you. It's like, no, I'm not going to play that comic book nonsense. It's for kids. Uh, on second thought, 
uh, having looked at Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, you know, that doesn't DC, sound... DC, give me a ringy-dingy. A ring-a-ding-ding. All right, so now I have a... It's not movie news. It's, it's uh, not movie news. Okay. TV news. TV news. All right. Have it's you, our show, man. We can do whatever the hell we want. Have you heard of the new series that is coming out called The Orville? I, I've not only heard of it, I've watched the trailer for it. Okay. So me being a Star Trek fan, I got to say, do you know what this is? It, well, it, it's it's Galaxy it's, Quest on steroids. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a parody of uh, of, of Star Trek, and uh, Seth MacFarlane starring in it. Um, I'll tell you what, I am excited. This looks hilarious. Now, but here's the thing, though, I don't know how long it's gonna last. I I'm dubious about this, Chris, because I've seen it. Some of the jokes look funny. I just I wonder. Can can Seth sustain this? Is this really going to find its audience? I think a lot of it's going to depend on what network does it come on. Is it Fox? Uh, right? It's going to be. It's got to be Fox. It's Seth. Seth MacFarlane is Fox's moneymaker. Of course, they're like, oh, you want to you want to fart on a snare drum for an hour? Sure, you can have it. Um, you know, I don't know. I am. I want this to work. I'm a big fan of Seth MacFarlane's right. work. I, I think he's a funny guy. Uh, and. I'm just happy for him as a – I think because he's a big nerd too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He loves Star Trek, so this has got to be – I've kind of just – part of me is happy for him just to see him well, create I think and it's, star. I think it's kind of funny because, like, you know, he plays this captain, and he's a new captain, but the thing is is he's a giant fuck-up. Yeah, You know, yeah, yeah. and he's like – they're like, well, we, we didn't have anybody left. So, we, didn't uh, have any, we didn't want you to have this Because he's like, thank you for this opportunity. He goes, no, 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 no. <laughs> you don't understand. And then – Can I have a breath mint? Those, for, are, those, those are marbles. Are marbles. <laughs> but then the first – officer that they give him is his ex-wife yeah, yeah oh yeah. my god man like i look at him like you i don't smell sitcom well you and i both you know we, we've been divorced i look at him like god it i mean that part seems a, a little formulaic a little sitcom yeah. well, I, but... I still liked the uh you know hello like trying to meet the locals and yeah like, hello sir and the guy pulls a shotgun and then the robot shoots him we mean you no harm we did shoot his father okay except for shooting your father we yeah, mean that, you no I, harm that was funny that uh, you I, know I, I want this show to do well i, I do I want, too i want it to do well see it's, that's exactly how i feel is do i think it's gonna do well i don't know do i want it to do well? it's like the power rangers movie do i want it to do well yes yes i do <laughs> yes i do it, it kind of reminds me a bit of uh, it's galaxy it, quest it's, it's galaxy quest but what i was thinking of chris is that there are sci-fi shows on TV. Yeah. There are superhero sh- shows on TV. Yeah. But to do a show that's a comedy, that's a, that's a fusion, so a, a sci-fi comedy or a sci-fi superhero. I know there's that show Powerless. Not uh, anymore. Is it? Was it canceled? Yes, it was. Are, it are was you, silently are you, canceled. Are you sure? Really? I'm 100%. All right. It was silently canceled. Okay. So, right. Yeah. All that right. happened. So, th- yeah, so I'm just kind of wondering how a show like this is going to do. It's going to have to really find its market. Um, yeah, but, no, hey, I agree. you know, God, Godspeed, Seth. Yep. I mean, and, and no, hey, you know, if, you ever, if you're listening to the show and you ever want to be on, uh, hey, man, consider this an open invitation. Absolutely. Anytime um, you want to be on, you, you come on. And we're, right. we're not going to make you do, you know, Peter Fart jokes the entire time either. So. Well, you know, but if you want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, of we, course. We, 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 won't, we won't stop you. No, no, no. I'm not going to stop there. All right. All right. Um, any other movie news? Nah, dude. We'll start from there. All right. You want to do some to- toy blocks? Yeah. Time for toy blocks? All right. Where does it get those wonderful toys? Let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. All right, man. So toy blocks is uh, pretty exciting. We have we have two things. Uh, 
One of which I have been waiting for since I found out about it in February. This is the completion of a journey. Yeah, no, it really A journey is. that began really when you is. first laid eyes on this item at Big Bad Toy Store. So what I have, and it's going to take me a minute to uh, open up, so you're probably going to have to do a lot of talking. Oh, okay. Um, what I'm, I'm bringing in for us to review is the Mezco 112 Shazam. Shazam! Not that guy. Oh, Captain damn. Marvel. So but anyway. I think when he was saying Shazam, that's what he was talking about. I, I, I think you're right, actually. I think Shazam! Right. <laughs> um, okay, so this is... Mezco's putting out a lot of these... Uh, what, is, what is it called? One... One twelve. One twelve. These are one twelve. The only thing that I, I will say to you, these are expensive. Okay. This right. was $80. Yeah, yeah. $80. Okay? This is... Uh, Oh shit! You're right. I'm sorry. Just call back real quick to uh, Movie Talk. The series was was officially canceled on May 11th, 2017. Shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So it wasn't anyway, that good. Back, back to uh, back to Toy Box. So eighty dollar figures. Um, but you, I mean, these are very high quality. I mean, this is this is not a toy. I mean, uh, uh, this is this. Is, yes, it is, it, but it's not. It's a, it's a, it's a big boy toy. Um, these are highly detailed. Oh my God, he is wee. He's wee. I told you. He's a wee. Chris pulls out this box. I'm thinking he's gonna pull out like, uh, like something, you know, like a, a, you know, twelve inch figure or something like that. But oh my God, he's wee. He's, he's a wee man. He's little dude. Hello. Oh, you're so cute. Look at you, little Shazam. Oh, who's a big bad thunder god? You're a big bad thunder god. Yes, you are. So Shit. now he comes with with Mr. Mind, little caterpillar, and then Mr. Mr. Atomic, the robot that he punched in the face. Hmm. Interesting, folks. I wish you guys at home could see this. Maybe we could put a picture of this up on uh, on the Facebook Those page. Those are the. He comes with extra set of hands, extra set of heads. He has the transforming head where his eyes are rolled back. He's got his, his O face. He's got his I'm going to kick your ass face. And then he has the smiling, hi, it's nice to meet you face. This is a very nice figure. So so no, if, if I could describe really what, nice, what I'm looking man. at, I'm, I'm holding uh, a figure that I would say is probably uh, approximately six inches. Um, he's we. You know, he's we. Uh, of course, I am a man, so I may be misjudging distance. Um, uh, he's about six inches high and... Uh, so he's got a cloth. All of the costume is cloth. So in contrast to many of the action figures that are out now that have uh, plastic capes, plastic costumes, uh, this is uh, a sculpted figure that covered in a cloth uh, costume. And it looks like he's got some uh, He's got some bendy wire. He's got some bendy wire oh, yeah, in, the in, cape. His, in his cape. Yeah. Got a little bendy. I'm going to bend it. Um, uh, very uh, high level of detail on the face. Uh How's the articulation on this? Let's see. The I love it. Goes forward and back. Oh, yep. oh! I just popped. No, I decapitated okay. him. I'm sorry. Uh, side to side. He looks so happy about it, though. Um, how are the? Let's, okay, so we got a shoulder swivel. We got a bicep hinge. We got. Oh, he's good. Look at me. Look at. I'm. I'm working out. I'm pumping up my biceps. The one thing I did like about it is. Ab crunch? Do we got an ab crunch? Oh, yeah, we got an ab crunch. Atomically, he, like, every muscle, you can see every muscle on the suit. Um, he comes with this little display case here. You want to put him on a... I'm going to have him in, like, the old-timey 
nineteen yeah, I like it, nineteen twenties like box. I'm gonna I knock like your block off. See. So all right, let me let me go with the I, what I like and what I don't like. All right. What I like is like I said, this is not your average uh, guy. You know, this is not your average figure. Um, his other set, of, by the way, his other set of hands. He comes with a pair of fists, a pair of open flying hands, and then he also comes with these like I'm I'm getting lightning shoved up my ass hands. <laughs> and I kind of like it. So they're very easy, you know, very easy to, to come on and off. Um, like it's, it's one of, one of the most beautiful figures that I have. And, and you got a soft spot for Shazam. I do. Captain He's, Marvel is one of my favorites. Yeah. Absolute. And that's the thing too. This isn't the new I'm sure 52. Shazam is the name of the wizard, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, but they all call him that. But here's the thing too, is like his cape, that that design there is the original Captain Marvel. It's not the, um, you know that that's not the new Fifty Two with the hood and all all that. So that's the original one that I'm used to. No, this is the this is the classic envisioning yeah. of the character. Yeah. No, it's it's a very very well detailed figure. Um, the the paint applications around the face are very nice, crisp. I mean, for for eighty dollars, I mean, you better be getting a good well, paint job. All right, let's let's get with what I don't. Like. Yeah, yeah. What what don't you like? Okay. First off, the size. I did not think he was going to be that small. I'm not going to lie to you. When I opened that box, I went, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. For $80, yeah. That, that fucking thing better make me pancakes. Better sing and dance, yeah. All right. Here is another thing. The one thing I was so excited about, do you remember what it was? It's the lightning. Yes. The lightning effects. Here is the lightning. Guess what? They didn't listen to me. It is not a magnet at all. Uh. It just wedges on to his body. Whap. And you gotta try to make it stick, because if not, it'll bounce right off, Aww. and it, it's it does not stay on. So I was like, I was like, are you fucking kidding me, Mezco? Like, ah, yeah. She's like having so, a seizure of strength. So, but what's cool is also it comes with the um the adapto pole that you put into the base, and I actually have him flying in the air getting hit by the lightning so um as of course you being a child <laughs> making lightning shoot out of his arse <laughs> who is he william wallace <laughs> this is this is uh, where a podcast truly fails uh. <laughs> to capture the excitement <laughs> and if he would here he would consume the british with <laughs> With bolts of fire f from his eyes and bolts, bolts of, of lightning, lightning from his, his arse. <laughs> so, but anyway, so, uh, I'm I, sorry. I will say this, this redeems the figure for me, Chris. So, the display, the display is beautiful. The design to him is gorgeous. It is. I, I, you know, he is beautiful. I just wish he was a little bit bigger. And the and the the um, the bendy wire inside the cape. I yeah. like that. I, I, I thought, honestly, I was going to get, like, at least a 10-inch figure. That's what I thought I was going to get. That's what she said. That's right. And disappointed, just like everybody else. So, it's, it's cool. It's cool, man. It's like, argh! Yeah, it's, it's like, cool, this, but it's not what I thought it was going to be. And you can make him shoot lightning out of his ass. Well, How many figures can you say that well, for? Well, you know what I was thinking about is I'm actually probably going to attach a magnet on the inside of his clothes and the inside of the uh, the lightning bolt. You're going to customize that I'm going to do that shit myself because Mezco didn't fucking listen. Well, let me ask you this. So as a, as a consumer, yes. has this turned you off 
to Absolutely. the 112. It has. I'm, I'm not buying it. You're not going to get another one. I, I was looking at their Daredevil. I was looking at their Captain America. I was looking at their Green Arrow. I was looking at a bunch of them. Mezco was about to get a bunch of my money, and I looked and I said, no, nah, I'm not doing Th- that This yet. is a very nice figure. What this is, this is a um, – Jen has a bunch of them. She, she spent a lot of money on the Kotobukias. And Kotobuki is about $80. And she looked and she goes, no, nah, it's the same size as them. So it's like the Japanese import. That's really what that is. That's the size of it. But This is the figure to get, I think, that, one, if you're if you're a really big fan yeah. of, of yeah. Shazam yeah. Or, or any one of the characters. Right, this get, is my display get, figure. That, that is your display figure. That's my museum-quality display figure. It, That's it why is. I love it's, it. it's very nice. You wouldn't want to make a collection of no. those. Like I, I tend no. to buy the Marvel Legends right. and the the DC Direct figures, yep. and that's because that's where I'm at. You can you can buy them by the by the by, by the dozen by the truckload, yeah. yeah. And, and that's what I think of. And I look that at lightning. Eff- but look, man, that that lightning effect it's it's affixed on there. Yeah, quite, quite well, no, it's it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> so. All right, so um, all right, so you what grade you give this, man? Uh, a solid B minus. Get a solid B minus. All right. So, like I said, I I love it, but I'm not in love with it. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I got you. So, I got you. Cool. Uh, all right. So, are you ready? Well, um, well, yeah. So, uh, just you know, another hey, another another plug. We are Jay and Chris, and we are toy bounty hunters. Oh no, wait, we're not toy bounty hunters. Oh, hang on. <gasps> bum 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 bum. What's in Chris's loot crate? Yeah. What's in Chris's loot crate? Uh-huh. What's in Chris's loot crate? I hope it isn't crap. Yeah. All right. All so. right. Sorry, man. I was. No, I was no, all, no. I was ready it's to... okay. I I know. I I think I kind of snuck this on you. Yeah, all right. No, no. It's, it it's okay. So we do have another rendition, a great episode, I guess you will, of mm-hmm. What's in Chris's Loot Crate. What's in Chris's Loot Crate. And this indeed. is sponsored by uh, nobody because Loot Crate hasn't sponsored us yet. Loot Crate, if you're listening, please uh, sponsor us. We are open to we, it. We would, we would love that. So anyway, uh, I know I'm a little late on this one. This was laugh last month, mm-hmm. and it was called Investigate. All right. Okay. Which is good because we're in the mystery machine. Right. You like it? I yeah. like it. I like it. All right. So it starts off. You get your little your little booklet, right? All right. All right. Investigate shit. Let's see. What do we got? Chris is digging through the box. He's pulling out an object. We have an X-Files. What is this? They're pencils. X-Files, pe- X-Files pencils? Read them. What? Ah, the truth is out there. I want to believe. Trust no one. How cool is that? That's why they put I in FBI. I like it. And they come with a little sharpener. <laughs> and what's, what is it? Does the sharpener nah, have anything? Have anything uh, it's just a regular sharpener. Little, okay, regular, all right. Regular. Cool, cool, all right. All right. Now, it wouldn't be detecting. Detecting. Detectives. If <gasps> oh, you are, had the great dark knight. Is it a Batman thing? It's a mug. All right. What do we got? Chris is feverishly digging into the cornucopia, pulling out a... It is a regular mug of Gotham City, but then when you put hot water in it, the bat (sighs) signal appears. Oh, nice. How cool is that? That is is cool. So? I I don't drink coffee, but I would start drinking just to use that. Right? Nice. All right. So our great friends... At QM, did another Q fig. All right. 
Remind me, what are the, what are the other? Is the my Wolverine? Is that a Q fig? No, no, no. My, my Q figs are um, like the little Hulk. They had a little Doctor Strange. Remember? Oh, okay. All right. Who is a recent investigator that we've been dealing with? Maybe she's a member of a team on Netflix. Oh, Jessica Jones. <gasps> you would be correct, sir. Look at that. Oh my. Oh, she's so cute. Right. Oh, that's sweet. That is. I, oh. She looks like a Disney princess. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm getting t- tons of dead air here, but I'm just I'm I'm fascinated by this figure. We gotta put a, we gotta put this up on on uh, our Facebook page. So uh, let me describe to you what I'm looking at. So we have imagine uh, Jessica Jones. So the uh, female lead. The of angry. The, the angry uh, alcoholic uh, detective from the Netflix series, um, rendered as a Disney princess. Uh, of course, she's still wearing the jeans and the leather jacket. And that she probably never changed. She's got a smell. And she's kicking down the wall, but she looks so cute doing right. it. You love it, huh? Uh, I, that's that's it. That's the item. You know how in every loot crate there's yeah. that one yeah. item? That's the item for me. Oh, no. Oh, there's something better. There's more? That, what, do, what do they always get? But wait, there's more. You can, oh, the box. The well, box turns into, oh, a shirt. You get a shirt. You always get your pin. You it's get a, your pin. It's a little recorder. Ah, okay. okay. Your shirt. Okay. All right, so what do we there got? There was a group of investigators. Group of investigators. All right. We're also on Netflix. Give me Somebody another hint. That, that we love. Group of investigators that we love also on Netflix. Is it from Daredevil? Maybe they were missing their friend. Maybe. Oh, no. No. Ah. Yes, you have a Stranger Things Oh, you bastard! That is just, that is that is great. So let me just describe what I'm what I'm seeing here. Uh, this is uh, we have a Stranger Things shirt. We got eleven striking a pose. Uh, we got the the kids versus that. Well, no, it's not the kids versus anyone. It looks like it's the kind of the kids surrounding her, and then we got the demogorgon kind of menacingly. It's like uh, flames. Yeah, yeah, in the background. That's okay. great. That's I love it. Yeah, dude. Like I said, they they really stepped up their game. I love it. I love it. Fantastic, man. But did you notice also? It's not like an image. This is a drawing. This is like it's like, like a comic. comic book. It's like a comic book. Yeah, it's it's drawn like a comic book. Love it. Love it. Um, remind us at home for so for people that don't get loot crate, what does this cost a month? Okay, so for the regular loot crate subscription, which I do, it'll be uh, it's about twenty five bucks a month. I mean, twenty five bucks a month, and you're getting all this stuff. These Q figs alone are twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah, so. it's, it's a deal, definitely. Uh, that that is great. That is great. Great, great loot. Definitely not crap in that loot crate. Nope. Awesome, man. Oh, so what what is your favorite item uh, from the? From uh, the loot crate? I I love the Q fig, but I, I'm not keeping it. Um, oh, re- you gonna oh. give it away? You know who's getting it. Uh, Spider-Gen. 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 Gen. She saw it. She goes, oh, my God, that's mine. That's mine. Yeah. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. It's, I went, I'm Jen. That's it's exactly what happened. She literally and leans in. And she, I said, that's mine. She looks at it, and she goes, mine. I'll, I'll scalp a motherfucker. <laughs> yes. She says that. Yeah. She drops F-bombs all the time. Um, okay. <laughs> so, so, uh. Your favorite is the Q-Fig, but you're not keeping it. No, I, I will say the Q-Fig I think is really cool, but I love that shirt. Yeah. I yeah. love that shirt. Agreed. Agreed. Very nice. Okay. All right. Now, now we are Jay and Chris, your toy bounty hunters. Can't find that toy you just have to have? 
Is your Voltron hobbling around because you're down a lion? Mine isn't. You're an isn't. Are you pulling your hair out over scalpers selling a 1999 figure for $11 billion? Well, fear not. Your friendly neighborhood not-for-profit toy bounty hunters are here to help. It's simple. You contact us and tell us what you're looking for, and we use our vast resources to find it at retail cost, if we can. Contact us at justusnerdspc at gmail.com. So, we got someone from the Justice Nerds, uh, the June Squad community that needs help, and we need you guys to help us out. Brad in Arizona is looking for a six-inch Marvel Legends big-time Spider-Man and also uh, Marvel's Legends six-inch Future Foundations Spider-Man figures. Uh, these may be hard to find. They were in big demand when they first came out, but if you find it in a retail store, you find it for retail price. I recently sent him a link that I found on eBay. Uh, the auction, uh, it was an auction for it, and it was currently at $25. I don't know how that shook out. Oh, it's not bad at all. It's not, it's not bad considering that it's an older figure, but if you see these figures, contact our show so we can let Brad, uh, we, we can hook him up with uh, the, the, the figures on his bucket list. So you're looking for a toy, can't find it, call Chris and Jay, your toy bounty hunters, and we will locate the toy for you. We'll find it for 10, but we'll catch him and kill him for 20. Oh, I like that. <laughs> okay, so um, guys, that we're, we're, as we kind of bring the show to a close, I uh, just want to say that uh, we, we want to hear from you. So email us at justusnerdspc at gmail.com you got an opinion about something that we're talking about you got something that you'd like to share you got artwork that you want to share send it our way we'll put it up on our facebook page we got jen's artist alley and so we we got we love to throw artwork up on there you doesn't have to be about us it can be about anything man you got you you uh, but us would get you on the page a lot faster oh yeah probably you, you're an artist. You like to draw comic. You're interested in uh, uh, comic books, uh, sci-fi genre, anything like that. Send us a picture. We'll put it up on uh, on Jen's Artist Alley. Like us on Facebook. Uh, like some of our pictures on Instagram. Remember to subscribe to YouTube. Remember to subscribe to our YouTube page. Subscribe We're to our SoundCloud. Subscribe to our SoundCloud. We are also now available on iTunes. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, you, the listeners, get the privilege. Of not having to pay a damn thing. Not a it is, dime. It is free are, on iTunes. We pass the savings on to you. Absolutely. Um, oh, am I missing anything? Oh, yeah. Uh, why don't you get out to Vieira Comics? You're in the Vieira area. You like comic books. You like collectibles. Uh, go visit our friend Pete Pappas at Vieira Comic Books. Uh, remember, bring money. Uh, and uh, I think that's Oh, yeah, our pal Jimmy Angle. Let's throw the... Uh, uh, look for her on uh, on her Pinterest page, uh, the the right angle. The right angle. It's W R I T E E N G L E. Uh, local local uh, author and uh, geek enthusiast, uh, yeah. cosplayer. Uh, she wears many hats. So uh, give give her some love. Well, gang, that is all the time we have for this episode of the Just Us Nerds podcast. Chris and I have got to hop back in the mystery machine and get on our way to our next haunted location. Let's hope that it's not a bust like this one. You see, Chris, I told you there was no such thing as a baleful banshee. What was that? It sounded like one of my booty traps. You mean booby traps. That's what I said. But did I forget to mention I set them up around the amusement park before we started the show? Chris, for once your paranoia has paid off. Oh, oh.
Will you look at that? You did catch him. Wait a minute, that's no Banshee. He's wearing a rubber mask. Let's find out who he really is. Done nuts! Now it all makes sense. You were trying to scare people away to lower the property value of the park so you could buy it for yourself. And I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you, mother damn overstuffed spotted nerds! Good one, Jay. <laughs> well, now that that mystery is solved, we can end the show. Until next time, June Squad, remember to double knot your neckerchiefs, keep an extra set of glasses handy, and of course, always bring extra Scooby Snacks, because you never know when you'll have uninvited guests. Uh, Jay? I just googled Don Knotts. According to Wikipedia, he's been dead since 2006. Chris, that's ridiculous. Let me see that. Here. Wait, if he's... Yeah. Then that means... Uh-huh.